Welcome to another episode of Whiskey and Mash. Welcome to this week's episode of Whiskey and Mash. I'm Chris Pullman. And my name is Gloria Ackerman. This week, we'll be talking about Season 5, Episode 19, Hepatitis, and Season 5, Episode 20, The General's Practitioner. Uh, 19, Hepatitis, begins with BJ exercising in the swamp, and Hawkeye is complaining, his back is out, gets a newspaper... And finds out, reads again that his nemesis, Vernon Parsons, is in the paper again. He's always winning medals. and Incredibly average Vernon Parsons. Incredibly, incredibly average, exactly. So, BJ's back's kind of out, but we'll find out about that later. As they're eating lunch, the A part of this story is Father Mulcahy. They look at him, check his eyes, look under his tongue and realize he may have hepatitis so they need to check everyone in the camp so that job is giving given to um hawkeye so hawkeye has to go check everyone in camp and give them a shot and on kind of a b plot there's a kid who needs uh gastro gas gastrectomy 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 either full or partial not really sure and bj's read about it and that's the most anyone has ever done. So that's the B part is BJ putting him back together. Um, also, a couple things going on. As as BJ's going around and giving everyone their shots, and this has happened before, he's getting little plots from each of the people. And we'll talk about that later. Like Margaret has a little thing he talks about. Radar oh, talks yeah. to him a little bit about something. <laughs> like little and plots. They're not dying. No, I see no, what you mean. No, but little... Little subplots, yeah. Just, yeah, subplots. Uh-huh. Um, so you get to hear a little bit about Klinger, and um, and then ends with Colonel Potter. Well, actually, BJ fixing the young man. He actually says, I knit a person! Like, <laughs> yeah, which was pretty cool when you hear what all he did. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. And that was all just from <laughs> things that he's read. Like, he's never done it before, which mm-hmm. I find very amazing. Yeah. And that's basically what happens in hepatitis. Um, anything particular that you... I see you Googling away, so you know, yeah. you're looking things <laughs> up. <laughs> I am looking things up, <laughs> which we will talk about Oh, I was soon. wondering if that was a real team. Because Klinger right? um, talks about... He has 30 days KP for fighting with Zale again. Yeah. And Zale is always making fun of, you want to say it? The Toledo Mud Hens. Yeah, why, why should I get mad if he makes fun of me and the way I dress? He just doesn't have the guts. <laughs> I'm sorry. My wife says I'm too hot-blooded. I should count to ten. And I what? do. Two, three, wow! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, so Captain. Funny. And then um, finally, BJ or um, Hawkeye, you know, traps him down to give him his shot because he keeps BJ, going off the yeah. handle. Hawkeye needs to give 
well, clinger the shot, but clinger's oh, yeah, like, yeah. you know what? If I have hepatitis, you let me know, because I'm going to kiss Zale right on the mouth. mouth. <laughs> That's fine. And, yeah, Hawkeye literally has to, to corner... He puts uh, his leg up to keep Klinger. him from losing yeah. it. Yeah, just grabs his arm in, like, a vice lock and just... Yeah. So what does it say about the Mud Hens? It is real, I guess. Yeah, Toledo Mud Hens are a minor league baseball team located in Toledo, Ohio. The Mud Hens play in the International League and are affiliated with the Detroit Tigers franchise of Major League Baseball based about 50 miles north of Toledo. That's currently. I don't know what that would have right. been like in the 50s. I'm guessing not too different. Yeah. Let's see. I think this is... Oh, that's just a... I wonder if they have a Wikipedia. I just want to see, like, when it was... Like when it was formed? Formed, yeah. Uh, American Association, 1902 to 1913 and 1916 to 1955. Uh, previous affiliations during the 50s. When, who would they have been affiliated with here? Oh, the, uh, the Detroit Tigers, 49 to 51. And then 53 to 55, Milwaukee Braves. Oh. Hey! Well, you look Go at Mud the... Hens! Yeah. <laughs> well, okay then. The, the Braves were in Wisconsin, so the Braves would have been our team for a while there before, before they... Before they turned to the Brewers and yeah. went to Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they would have been around. Cool. Well, that's, that's the fun stuff to look up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we opened the episode, like Gloria was saying, uh, BJ's exercising in the swamp, Radar brings in the mail, and BJ gets... Uh, what Radar is insinuating is a dirty magazine, but it ends up being a medical journal, including a story about uh, the transverse, or what was it? The It was an article by the guy who had first advocated for total gastrectomy in certain situations. And he had mentioned, I read that once. Yeah. And so this was the same guy... And that's, I think that's basically what he went off of with this patient. I do too. And he yeah. was reading the book like as he was doing surgery. Oh my goodness. That was crazy. You know, the, they get into, uh, basically triage and, um, He's Colonel Potter is looking at this guy's belly and Hawkeye comes over and looks at this guy's belly and then they get BJ in there and, um, you know, basically say, well, what are we going to do? I mean, I know they could deal with this down in Seoul, but we're not equipped. But and he wouldn't have made it to Seoul. Yeah. So they that, had to do something there. Yeah, and Hawkeye mentioned, you know, let I nominate BJ to do the surgery. He's the closest we've got to a... And all he has ever done is read about it, so... Yeah, well, what do you want us to do? We send him down to the Buckboard Express, i.e. an ambulance or a bus. He's off our conscience, but he's no more alive. Oh, goodness, BJ says, it's. this is a hard decision. And Hawkeye says, fine, take your time. What are you going to do? <laughs> time over. Hand. Yeah. So BJ does it, and he does it all literally by the book because he's reading the book as he's operating. But he manages it and um, ends up going to the Oak Club late at night. 
and whipping it up. He gets lit. And you don't see that very often, but when no. he does, he does it big. Yeah, he gets lit in a fabulous way. Well, he was celebrating knitting he was. someone. Yeah, because once he literally once he got done, he said, "And there, I just knit a soldier." <laughs> so funny. Because what the um, he was a tank crewman. This guy. And as Colonel Potter says, once a bullet gets in there, it just keeps bouncing around, shredding everything that it can. Oh. Guy had no stomach to speak of. Um, half of his spleen was gone. So they had to basically create him a new stomach out of what guts... Was left. Yeah, out of what intestines was left. So they ended up performing a total gastrectomy, basically because the bullet had already done that and, and a um, spleen you can live without yeah you know that they often Since remove that to help with clotting they did that with a uh, I want to say like a Turkish captain at some point in the series but um, but the other side of that why Pierce is going around uh, getting blood from everyone I just it, it's really neat how we find that out because you know who's sitting around the table it's um potter in the mess tent oh and um radar and father okay uh, yeah clearly because he's the one that gets it yeah <laughs> and but, yeah he's sitting there and he's uh he's you and can radar just, who he is started st you know i'll eat this for you I'll, yeah. and then um mm -hmm. okay he wasn't feeling it you know very well so yeah. You know, he's like, would you like my coffee? Yeah. Right? And I think it was BJ who said, don't drink that coffee! Yeah, because, well, you know, BJ and Hawkeye sit down and BJ notices, and I'm doing it now. Yeah, um, pulling out his hands. Yeah, Father McKay's pulling out his hands, and BJ said, are your hands too short, Father? <laughs> Seem to be arthritic this morning. Let me see your sclera. So the whites of his eyes. And, uh, well, that was the other thing I was going to look up. Uh, Potter says, slightly eteric. So, I'm just going to... Yeah, and that really does happen. I know someone, mm -hmm. I don't know someone that had hepatitis, but I know someone that had liver things, and they had very yellow eyes. So, I didn't know the under-the-tongue thing, though. Yeah. I don't know how you can tell that. Isn't that always red? <laughs> I'm not sure, but, I um... I guess not. Yeah. Icterus. Slightly icterus. So icterus is when the sclera is yellow. There you go. Uh, the reason the sclera could be yellow is if the patient has liver disease and the bilirubin is elevated. Okay, so basically, <laughs> bilirubin I know. Yes, because of your daughter. Because, My son had that also. Yeah, because... Um, your jaundice. Yeah, yeah, our daughter was born early, so her liver wasn't ready to handle everything, so she was a little yellow. For a while, we had to put her in a bilirubin blanket, which was basically just this blue UV light. Which yeah, but it looked, looked really cool. It, it looked, looked like a little... It looked like she was charging. <laughs> I mean, we're charging the baby. She's almost out of power. <laughs> <laughs> she Back slept in the a day, lot. my son's 34, he was jaundiced, and we had to just put him in the sun. So yeah. that's nice now that they have... And we had they had bilirubin machines, but now they're mm. saying that they are not good for you. Mm. you know, but, other parts. But yeah, you know, hepatitis attacks the liver, so if the liver function is down, was down, then, yeah, 
Um, Father Mulcahy's eyes could have become uh, Icterus, and then I guess the underside of his tongue could have been as well. And he was the first person that Hawkeye dealt with because Father Mulcahy was saying, how am I going to perform my duties? How am I going to save souls? How am I going to hand out communion or how am I going to do um, reconciliation confession yeah um, I can't said, administer Eucharist if I put the host on their tongue I'm, I'll infect them all you do a good um, father <laughs> um, yeah they so he was worried because mm -hmm. he needed to continue his job and he said yeah. the same way you need to continue yours yeah. I need to continue mine I'm healing yeah. the souls and you know, it takes that very... Yeah. And, and all I could think while we were watching that scene was your brother, actually. Tom. Um, just, I imagine Tom would be the same way. I need to do that, especially reconciliation that's yeah. in Eucharist, right? Yeah, you know, just, I need to... I need to do this. I need to... So I pictured them. Father Mulcahy like yeah. making a little makeshift thing out of the window. <laughs> yeah. Because he had a little window there in his tent. And, and, yeah. I so. love what Hawkeye says to him, though. Maybe we can get people to cut down on sinning. Sinning for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. But, uh, um, yeah, you know, Hawkeye's going around with this crink in his back that yeah. was self-inflicted basically well, it, I, I think that's like as we age or i don't know if it's age or what because my back goes out when i'm nervous really mm. nervous or something happens like one time when i was turning 40 my back went out mm -hmm. or when um my mom had a lot of illness and i just yeah. couldn't deal with it anymore so yeah. it's stress related yeah and i don't know how yeah. your back deals with stress but it does yeah you you just kind of i mean i think a lot of us put stress into our back and yeah and so you could clearly mm -hmm. see that that's what this was he couldn't stand mm -hmm. up straight he was in a lot of pain because of incredibly average vernon parsons, parsons the, yes. the, one, the one thing <laughs> i love the, that incredibly yeah. average that's what hawkeye keeps calling him but you know what the the article we see in the crab apple cove courier was that Vernon Parsons was awarded a $100,000 grant to study infectious diseases in mice, and that was from uh, Boston Hospital. And uh, Hawkeye makes the comment, they should have just, they should have given Vernon the disease and split the dough with the mice. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. But then he, did he go to Klinger next or Margaret? I think Margaret was next. He went um, into Margaret's tent. And yeah, for, first it was Frank, then it was Margaret. Oh, yeah, Frank was hilarious when he yeah. had to feel his liver. I'm sorry. I just died laughing at that part when he laid on the thing. Feel my liver! Yeah. Is it tender? <laughs> feel it, tender? it! Feel it, feel it! And, and he kind of like spread eagle, you know. Then he's, Hawkeye starts poking at it and Frank just... <laughs> like the little doughboy. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Oh, too cute. And then yeah. Margaret, she was getting letters from her mother-in-law and um she said to hawkeye you know they're she's welcoming me in a but in a very odd way like she would say oh i know another hulahan he was my i think it oh, was very a nice very nice person so like but we had to let him because he drank because he drank and oh and we did have another hulahan that was 
you know, again, a very nice person, but... And we send her Christmas cards, <laughs> cards every, every year, year. <laughs> So at the sanatorium. Yeah. You know, she was cutting Margaret down, but mm -hmm. in, in a roundabout way where she looked like a nice person. So if someone asked her about it, she could say, oh, no, I was saying nothing but nice things. Mm -hmm. you know, so. But, um, you know, the, the point there is Hawkeye's in her tent, and she realizes that he's being as serious as Hawkeye can be about uh, hepatitis possibly running around the camp. Right. And Hawkeye's being Hawkeye. I mean... <laughs> He has to see under her tongue, and she says, no, yes. I'll check my own. And she does in a hand mirror, and Hawkeye's mm -hmm. over her shoulder going, yum, yeah, yum, yum. Yeah. <laughs> and then, While know, he's in pain, keep, you yeah. know, he, he never gives up being Hawkeye. Well, even like um, the episode from season one where the entire staff goes down with the flu, and he's the only surgeon mm -hmm. left. Him and Margaret. Yeah, he's down with the flu and he's still making passes at nurses. It's just who Hawkeye is, which I love about that character is that consistency. Right. Um, but then you know he he's going to give Margaret a shot of a shot of gamma globulin, which by the way I looked that up too because I didn't know what that was, and uh, I I didn't know this, but gamma globulins are a class of globulins identified by their position after serum protein electrophoresis most significant <laughs> gamma globulins are immunoglobulins although some immunoglobulins are not gamma globulins and some gamma globulins are not immune basically what they are stop you from getting are usually given in an attempt to temporarily boost a patient's immunity against disease they are a plasma derived substance so, like, when I used to donate plasma, you know, they would take my blood out, separate out the plasma, give me back the blood platelets, mm -hmm. and then do stuff with the plasma. Right. And this is one of those products. Okay. You, you can do a lot of things with plasma, right. including, That's... like, uh, rapid wound closure sorts of treatments. Oh, really? But I guess, basically, what this but... would have been would have just been antibodies. Okay. Is That's it. It just would have been an immune system booster. Um, so Hawkeye is saying to Margaret, you know, now drop your pants. And he gets this little <laughs> she didn't shit eaten grin on his face and she says, No, put it in my arm. Mm -hmm. Oh come on, Margaret, you're a nurse. You know it, it goes best in the tushy. Okay, but if you say one word and she pulls her pants down mm -hmm. just yeah, yeah, enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say one word, but if I did it would be magnificent. Is that okay? <laughs> Would that be a good word? And he gives her the shot, and then she uh, derides him for, you know, uh, ogling her. <laughs> and this is one of the scenes that I love between Hawkeye and Margaret, because it shows you the caring side of Hawkeye and how um, really all this flirting is kind of just an escape and... It's not really who he is deep down because he's a caring person. And we see that because he says, you know what? That got me. I bet it would work with your uh, oh, yeah. fiancé's mother, too. What? That respect. Just simple respect. respect. And you know what, Margaret? You really are magnificent. And not just on the outside. And she says, thank you. And he goes, okay, now you do me. 
<laughs> she did <laughs> Get out. <laughs> but no, it, but it, he gave her what she needed to hear. Yeah. You know, and he does this throughout with all of these yeah. patients. Yeah. You know, he's with, so caring. And, with Mulcahy does it. With right. Houlihan. Um, and um, they are Klinger, and next we'll go to Radar. Yeah, Radar. So, and, um, he was worried about the silliest thing, but I guess that well, makes sense. With Radar, it's definitely another retcon. Um, because we know that he has been with women. We know this. I mean, there's the episode of uh, the Army-Navy game right? where he's right. using the bomb in the compound as an excuse to get with some nurses. We know this, okay? But at the same time, here he is getting his blood taken from Hawkeye, and Hawkeye's writing down the sample, and Radar's saying, you can tell a lot. You can tell a lot from blood, can't you? Like, if a guy's red-blooded enough. And Hawkeye just kind of stops and looks at him. Well, he hasn't taken the... Yeah, no, he's taken the blood yet, but he hasn't given him the shot. Um, what is it, Radar? You know, sometimes I... I wish I could go out with the rest of the guys and booze well, he, it up. and Yeah, he goes out and they have a great time until the end of the night. Yeah, and I wish I could tell women lies and just stay out and come home the next morning and throw up. And Hawkeye basically said, you're a decent person. That's not, that's who you are. That's mm. a good thing. And then he said, you saved a gift, or it's a gift you saved for your whole life. And I'm like... Well, that is so cool. I mean, it's not because we know that he has, but I like to be. I like to think of your your sexuality as a gift. Yeah, you know, it is a gift. Whether mm-hmm. you give it many times or you give it <laughs> once, it's a no, gift. It is. <laughs> and um, but like I say, it's a retcon because it's directly implied here, mm-hmm. not explicitly implied, but Im- directly implied that yeah, radar's been saving this and. Mm-mm. <laughs> No, no, and he Hawkeye hasn't. And Hawkeye kind of knows it, because he was there around for those episodes and yeah. said, go get it. <laughs> yeah. But, but, um, you know, Hawkeye definitely counsels him. Right, and says, you are who you are, and be proud of who you are. Yeah. So, it, it's cool. Yeah, which then I love the line after that when Radar is crying a little. Hawkeye says, I hate to say this at this point, but can you drop your pants? <laughs> yeah, right after he said he's saving himself. Because <laughs> they have this very touching moment, and then, can you drop your pants? And then we talked already about what he did with Klinger. Yeah, um, and, you know, to wrap up that storyline, because I think we already mentioned BJ, too. He gets BJ. BJ's partying in the O Club oh, after yeah. he knitted a soldier and all that. But then... Um, Hawkeye ends up going to Potter for his exam. Exactly. And and he, each for Potter's and for Potter to do his. Yep. Yes. And um, Potter says, all right, now let's talk about your back. <laughs> Why? Is there something wrong with it? <laughs> Potter yeah. pours some scotch and he gets them fig each a Fig Newton because apparently it goes great with scotch if you dip it. Fig Newtons go good with everything. <laughs> They'd be good with whiskey. And- <laughs> <laughs> but, um... And really, Colonel Potter does for Hawkeye what Hawkeye was doing for everyone else. Exactly. Oh, I didn't even think of it that way. That, I just yes. did. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, the other thing worth mentioning. Cause but what did he do? What did he tell him to, to, 
solve his problem. Do you remember? File a malpractice suit against Vernon Parsons. He's like, yeah, why don't you send him a little letter? And yeah. Either malpractice or a paternity <laughs> suit. Yeah. You know, and he's um, like, oh, I like that. And all of a sudden he stood up straight, like yeah. almost as if mm. his burdens had lifted. Yeah. The one thing I did really like about that interaction, and it's something that you'd have to know where Hawkeye's been mentally and where he's going um but what potter said was i think you'll come out of this war with a merit badge in tying yourself up in knots hawkeye is really the one that we keep seeing time, time and time again where he ends up talking to sydney or needing sydney with all these mental issues and right up until so goodbye farewell and amen it's hawkeye which is disconcerting in a lot of ways because he is the strongest mm -hmm. but i think they're making a point with that right yeah um then you have to remember remember the beginning how bj was exercising and <laughs> saying oh you have to and like annoyingly sweet in the morning yeah because we all know a person like that i mean sometimes Hi. i am of that person and they're like annoyingly like good morning good yeah. morning good morning yeah. and the other person just wants to sleep and it's like shut up and well that's how it That'd started so yeah. the end remember that bj was like oh, oh my gosh so hung over he hung couldn't over. even exactly hell yeah. hung over and um so what does hawkeye do of course being hawkeye comes in with that attitude of good morning good morning yeah. and he you know what the problem is bees you've got to he, get the blood you need out to of exercise. your butt into your head and so he stands on his head <laughs> he ended up kicking him in the head yeah and then he falls over on and then basically yeah Mm -hmm. lands his feet on BJ's head so these two surgeons are laying in the swamp in a crumpled heap with Hawkeye going my back, back. and 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 BJ saying my head my back my, head. my back it was, it was a great ending it was I, to me I thought it was hilarious yeah it was really good um any other do you have other notes i'm sorry you i'm looking skipped over no, the I, patient that we didn't really we, to know him though no all. i don't think we really did too much at all um i don't really see a lot else clinger was on 30 days kp for punching sale <laughs> um yeah no we hit everything maybe not in the order that it was on the episode but we hit it all uh guest stars recurring cast we get gwen farrell as nurse baker in the yell, o club yeah <laughs> carmine uh skelza is corman carmine uncredited in pre-op hawkeye tells him to prep the patient okay other uncredited appearances roy goldman kelly nakahara and dennis troy of course uh what else here we have writer who would you think? It's Alan Alda. <laughs> Director, oh. who would you think? It's Alan Alda. And the original and why do I say who would you think? Because he brings out him his compassion. It's it's a very Hawkeye centric actor. Yeah, yeah, you and you can tell like yeah. his writing. He's empathetic with yeah. people and yeah. with the things. Yeah. Dur uh, original air date was February eighth, nineteen seventy seven. 
So there you go. Next up, unless you had anything else. No. I'm, okay. Okay. Is the general's practitioner, um, episode twenty. So we start with an OR scene, and this general gets driven up to Mash in a jeep. His driver is a master sergeant, I believe, wearing an I-Corps insignia on his shoulder, and he asks to talk to Colonel Potter. And he basically is looking for a personal doctor, not a surgeon, just a personal doctor for General, 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 who's the General? Lieutenant General Theodore A. Korshak. The Tamer of the Tiger Tank, apparently. <laughs> um, Potter tries to talk the Colonel out of it. The Colonel wants to see him in action anyway, so he goes into OR. And while in OR, Hawkeye's patient basically flatlines. I mean, not that they have such monitors, but Margaret is the anesthetist and says, No pulse. Right. And so immediately... I love what Hawkeye does because I understand what it is. He hits the guy on the chest. It's called a precardial thump. Get it going. Yeah, in theory, just get that heart going. It's as far as I know, it's not done anymore. But um, like EMTs, etc., used to do that, where they would smack the person on the chest first, just to try and jumpstart the heart. And if that didn't work, they would go into CPR, like Hawkeye did. Um, somebody bagged the patient. That wasn't working. He only did like five compressions, which isn't a lot, but... But you can tell nothing. He wasn't taking it in. Yeah. It so, wasn't going in. So then what uh, Hawkeye did was got a rib spreader and a scalpel, and he did open heart massage on the guy to try and... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Open heart massage. And he saved him. But during that, as he's working on this kid, he says, don't let the bastard win. After that OR session, uh, Colonel Bidwell asks Potter, who did he mean, don't let the bastard win? And yeah, Pat Potter said death. And Bidwell's like, well, people die. You know, that's just part of it. And Potter says something to the effect of, yeah, but Pierce takes it personally. And we see that in many episodes. He, mm -hmm. he does take it personally. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some patients that come in, you know you can't help. And I don't mm. think he takes that as personally as the ones where yeah, he where there's he can a chance. help everyone. Yeah. Yes. Like he said in one of the previous uh, podcasts episode episodes, um, I have this thing where I'm a doctor, but I think I'm God. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I love what he said about war is hell war is, war is worse than hell how do you yeah war is war or somebody made war. the comment in or war, war is hell i think it was frank and hawkeye said no no war is war and hell is hell and of the two war is worse and why is war worse because well tell me this father because that was who questioned him who goes to hell sinners right so All sinners. yeah but in war so there are no bystanders in hell, but in war there are. So hell is full of sinners, but war is full of innocent people. Yeah. That's what he said. I yeah. thought, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. that uh, for some reason just touched me in a way. 
Yeah. So it's hell, a very memorable quote. Yes, hell is bad, but war is worse. Yeah. Full of innocent people. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I never find out you're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, the, so, you know, we have this A storyline of Colonel... I forgot his name. Uh, Colonel Bedwell? Or, I'm sorry, the general getting a personal doctor. Right, and he's still... He, right, and... He doesn't. Actually, Colonel Potter says you don't want Hawkeye. He's mm -hmm. disrespectful. He does not, you so, know, like authority figures. You will not like him. And Bedwell left. Yeah. At so, this point. Yeah. Long story short, the general doesn't get his doctor. Uh, we find out why later. But then uh, the B storyline is that Corporal Mulligan is leaving his uh, assignment in Korea is over, so he's leaving, and he asks Radar to take care of something for him. It ends up being... A person. A real live person. My ping. And... Lee Chin. Lee Chin. And I love what Radar does when he first sees Lee Chin. Lee Chin Mulligan? Yep. <laughs> oh, boy. So we get Radar becoming a family man and taking care of Mulligan's family in Korea and for a while. loving it, actually, I yeah. think. Takes yeah. the responsibility very personally. Mm -hmm. Goes every day. Yeah. And we see that a couple times with Radar, because there's the other time where... Um, with animals also. Yeah. But no, there's a, there's a time with Colonel Blake where somebody said that Radar was... Um, the father of her child. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't, but he was... But he watched the baby like it was. Mm-hmm. But um, in the meantime... Well, he brought Radar to a bar to meet... Um, to Rosie's bar. To Rosie's bar to meet my ping, and just kind of said, this is Radar, this is my ping, and he left. Yeah, he, he breezed out away. of there. But, thankfully... Uh, they made it so that Mulligan came back. Yes, he came back for his family. And she mm -hmm. clearly loved him. Like, there was no yeah. doubt about it. When he was leaving, you had said, well, why? what do you think makes her so emotional? Because well, mm, you could tell that she was on, uh, that she was feeling low. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And she truly loved him. You could yeah. see it in her eyes. And, yeah. And so when he came back, she, like, dived into his arms and I just think it's kind of funny because his last name being a Mulligan. Yeah. Is the Mulligan? It's a do-over. Do yeah. So, I was thinking the same thing. You no, know, he kind of took his last name and he literally mm -hmm. did over his choices. His choice, yeah. <laughs> I was just about on the plane out of Seoul and I knew I couldn't leave you. So I came all the way back here, my opinion. How would you like to go to wherever it was? Gunmetal... Stewartville, I don't, I don't remember where it was. As we know from past episodes, it's not all that easy to just take your family back with you. Yeah, so he's going to basically have to re-up to stay there. But, you know, if he cares enough for her, <laughs> he's in a mash outfit, he's not in too much danger. And he wasn't about to leave. Like, yeah. I think he tried and thought, if I just get out of here really fast and know that someone's watching her, but mm -hmm. no. He couldn't, so... Yeah, he might be there until the end of the war, but I think he'll leave with her, which is nice. Yes. Um, 
So that's a basic synopsis. Um, we actually touched on about half of my other notes for this already. What do you have? Well, um, Hawkeye's little comment about his feet, too. He, they were just having a common conversation, and he just was staring at his feet and saying, aren't feet incredible? And I thought, Oh, him and BJ in the swamp. Yeah, feet yeah. are incredible. Huh. But right after that, um, we saw Potter and um, Colonel Bidwell's back, but with the general, and they're coming to get Hawkeye. Yeah. We talk about them returning to get him. No. So, yeah, um, the and, colonel's in his office. And he said, I, the, cur- the general said, you know what, you're stubborn, and that's what I like about you. I'm stubborn, too, and I get what I want, and I want you. Oh, to To Pierce. Hawkeye, yeah. yeah. And then Hawkeye ended it with, you're always saying how the men are more important. So right now you need to choose who yeah. is more important. Yourself, I'm not going to follow you around and tell you to stop eating something. Or He's like, I'm not going to be your personal calorie counter. Calorie counter. I, you know, and pipe stuffer. And can you imagine Hawkeye in that position? No, oh my gosh. No, 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 no. He would not. He would he not would do well. He would tick off a lot of people. Mm-hmm. He'd have a lot of fun at the... Uh, bathhouses well maybe <laughs> but that's that's not what he's there for and he I, 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 he needs to be with the patients and with mm-hmm. the people so yeah the general eventually uh, acquiesces and backs down because the men do come first thank goodness but I really like the scene where Potter's in his office drinking some scotch oh. and the general walks in uh Right after Potter says to the picture of his wife, well, another 14 months and 11 days till retirement, dear. And then the general walks in. And he keeps, as he's drinking scotch, he keeps pouring Potter scotches. And I'm guessing the colonel, or pardon me, the general, is a lot better at that than Potter is. Because we see Potter getting more and more schnockered as the scene goes on as Hawkeye enters. Because at one point there's an exchange between the general and Hawkeye, and the general says, "I enough, I have enough ribbons and medals to," and he looks back at the colonel's back wall to cover that wall, and Potter just looks back and goes, "I'm not moving those pictures." It was so hilarious. Because it yeah. was, you know, it Potter's was the best drunk. Yeah, it was just that straight. <laughs> I'm not moving my picture. Straight drunk, no nonsense sort of thing. Um. And then I also really liked uh, Hawkeye's response to that, which was he, because the general also said, you see these stars? You have to earn, go out and earn these. And Hawkeye grabbed his lapel and said, you see this? Oh, see well, what? it would be there. It would be there. It's um, medical insignia. Caduceus. It should be there. I probably dropped it in a patient. <laughs> oh. Um, but, you know, basically... Yeah, like we say, Hawkeye is there for the troops. He's there to put kids back together. But it was funny because earlier in the episode, both you and Laura commented, why doesn't Frank try for this? This would be like his dream job. And Mm -hmm. then at the end, you see Frank coming in and saying, hey, can you write a letter to the general, you know, suggesting me for this job? So Colonel Potter and... 
Was BJ there also? Yeah. I know Hawkeye was there. and BJ. They were writing up, mm, let's see, left a pen in a patient. Um, yeah, fainted in OR 24 <laughs> times, threw yeah. up 12. So they were writing all his negative things, and he's like, guys, don't write that. Ooh, accidental hysterectomy. Boy, was that sergeant mad. <laughs> you can't do that to a guy. It's well, just... think of who it was doing it, though. Yeah, but it's physically impossible. Parts are parts. <laughs> I guess. You're not writing that all down, are you? It may yeah. help. You don't know. We're just being honest. Yeah. Oh, man. So he did not get that job. No. I'm guessing. We don't know well, for sure, but... Yeah, maybe that's why he left. No, he got transferred <laughs> back to Indiana because he went wacko. Um, oh. Just don't tell. Oh, I'm sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers on a 30, Spoiler 30, 40-year-old show. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to spoil it. Okay. Um, but, the... So, yeah, a few other things oh. in this episode from the wiki. Um, to point out, when Radar goes to meet Mike Ping, he's wearing something. Yeah, like an ascot. Now, this goes back to that other episode where uh, the the girl is trying to claim that he's the father. And he comes in and he says, I I was wearing my paratrooper scarf and I, I was looking for action. Radar is wearing his paratrooper scarf. Oh. When he goes to see my ping for the first time. So that must be his gift <laughs> scarf. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> when um, his gift is given, he wears his scarf. Mm -hmm. And uh, what else? Hawkeye has some doubts about what good he is doing. He says, sometimes I get the feeling we're only a bunch of mechanics. We fix them up so they can go back and get killed. We're running a body and fender shop at a demolition derby. But he doesn't seem to deal with this contradiction. In season 9 letters, he has real difficulties when a schoolboy accuses of him of this same thing and he is forced to resolve it. Different episode. Oh, okay. You're talking about the one where he double-crosses the young Marine and sends him home. Right. Yes. Right. That's the one I thought, maybe. No, that's not this episode. But, um, so, uh, well, that's really all I have. It, it was a, these are two more good episodes. I mean, I would group them in with that center third of the season, you know, yeah. in terms of great episodes. Last our last podcast's two episodes weren't as good as these, in right. my opinion. Right, and I think I like the um, written by um, Hawkeye mm, sure. episodes. Yeah. Who, who did these, by the way? Uh, well, um, let's see here. This was written by Bert Prelutsky. Okay, director so was yeah, Director was Alan Rafkin. Uh, in terms of guest and reoccurring cast, we had Edward Binns as Lieutenant General <laughs> Lieutenant General Theodore A. Korshak. Leonard S Leonard Stone was Colonel Bidwell. Susie Ellen was my ping. And Larry Wilcox was Corporal Mulligan. And then we get Kelly Nakahara and Gwen Farrell in the background, of course. Uh, original air date was February 15th, 1977. Okay, two good episodes. Yeah, definitely. Not way, way up. Not no, 
certainly not way down at the bottom. But somewhere in that middle area that yeah. are just they're good sit back and you know, let let's put it this way. I had um texted a friend earlier today after I watched the animated Superman Doomsday. And uh I put it to him this way. On a scale of one to five, one being don't see it, five being absolutely see it. That to me was a meh three. Like if it's on and you have nothing else to do, sure. But you don't need to go out and make a special day of it. These I would probably say a four. You know, what? if you have you them available, watch them. Right. watch them. It's not like you have to make plans for it. But if you have time and you're in that part of the series. But you see something we don't, them. what can they do? If you see something that we don't and you'd like to tell us about it, you can either just head over to narclanic.com, N-A-R-C-L-A-N-I-N-C.com, go over to the podcast page, go to the Whiskey and Mash section. Uh, there will be links there, one for emailing us directly, whiskeymash at narclanic.com, or a Facebook link. So you can head over to our Facebook page and let us know there through you know comments on the episode. We usually post the synopsis of our episode out there on the page. Uh, you could message us there and let us know what you think. If this is your first episode and you want to find the rest, we are on iTunes and Stitcher, so you can find us there using your favorite application that does those. Just search for Whiskey and Mash. Otherwise, if you head over to our website, narclanning.com slash whiskey and mash, all of the MP3 files of our podcast are there, so you can download them to your favorite MP3 player or stream them right off the web page. And if you are enjoying these podcasts if you're a listener of more than just this episode or if you really like this episode and you want to share it with a friend uh, that'd be great because that's really the only form of support that we're looking for right now is just help us get more of an audience because we're only in season 5 of 11 or if you're someone that knows a lot about MASH or the war or have a particular like we did have um Dr. Candy Ackerman on yeah. once. If you're, if you want to join us, let us know. Or if you're from the cast or well, crew, we would love to hear or from the cast or crew. I, yeah. we would love to have you on. Share this um, podcast with you and yeah. hear your stories. You know, if you're mm -hmm. a prop guy or anything, yeah. or were, we would just love to hear from you. So yeah. email us with your information. We'll get a hold of you. Let you know yeah. what to do. We'll mm -hmm. make it work. Yeah. So. But you know, at the, at the very least, let us know that you're out there. Right. Send us an email. Go on to Facebook. Uh, like a post. Comment on a post. Let us know that you're there. We would just love to know that Someone. we're just not talking into the ether, you know. Um, but we love doing this, but we want to know that you are you love it with us. So yeah. let us know. I mean, we, we do this because, I mean, I'm wearing a mesh shirt. You're not wearing yours. Oh, you normally are. Uh, yeah. But um, we just do this because we love the show. And... We hope you do too. You know that. So. Bring together the community of people who like MASH. Um, but until next time, you can find us back here next week. I'm Chris. I'm Gloria. Please. <laughs> try, try the cap. There you go. See you <laughs> next time. See you next time. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, I thought I heard rain out there, but it was your ear going in. Yep. Yep. Okay. okay. See you guys next week. Yeah, next week.
Bye.